Hi, this is David Poland with a hot button number 25. Gray is the loneliest color. Award season all too often depresses me. Not because the movies are bad, though some are, but because so many of the movies are good, or elements of the movies are great, but the movie as a whole doesn't quite work, or the movie is really good, but it's just not an awards movie. I've been wrong a few times, more than a few times. I have long said that I always have one movie in every season since the expansion to more than five nominees that I just don't get. Those movies have often been nominated and not won. Just last night, a friend was pushing me on what I quote-unquote know and what I don't, so I looked it up. In the last 20 years, I've been wrong on Oscar night, on BP, and Best Picture, three times. All three of those movies that were those that were underdogs that I thought would be beat by a more traditional choice. They were Parasite, Moonlight, and The Hurt Locker. Ironically, I'd been touting The Hurt Locker, almost on my own, for eight months from the time of its first showing at TIFF in Toronto, where it only got one sale offer through its week release at the box office. It was my favorite film of the year that year. It could not have been happier to be wrong. I saw Moonlight and what it was doing to audiences from the very first screening at Telluride. And like others, I saw that it was a serious player from then on. I'll always remember people screaming after Mahershala Ali in Mountain Village, an instant rock star whose name they couldn't pronounce. I just thought La La Land was a massive commercial success and a favorite of critics until it got slammed relentlessly as somehow being old racist academy. I thought it would prevail. Didn't. And I love director Bong and Parasite. Just didn't believe it would win, which is a lesson I should have learned from when Catherine Bigelow's sure win as director ended up powering the Hurt Locker win. Anyway, we're now in a time when gray is not a respected color. Black or white. Pick. And the entertainment media, for its part, has chosen to be positive rather than negative about everything. I don't think friends really believe me when I express how depressing it is when I see a highly anticipated film and know it isn't going anywhere, no matter what the buzz is or has been. These days, that bar for discomfort is in a crazy place because of all the happy talk, where if a movie is quite good or maybe even commercial, but it's clearly likely to get a Best Picture nomination with no chance of winning at all, well, fuck me. There are some sane publicists, executives, and consultants left in the world, and when they are down off their, I'd really like to get that new car with that bonus, highs, they know full well what's working and what isn't. But in the heat of the battle, few of them will allow themselves the indulgence of admitting as much, not in November or December. The other small death for me, which I understand becomes more personal for those involved with decision-making, is when the marketing, whether release or awards, is going sideways and I see it coming. The worst version of this is when I think the film can actually win something and the marketing is in the way. There was a case of this last season, but I won't mention it by name, lest I rip the wound open again. Frustratingly, the campaign moved where I thought it should move way too late to have any impact, and it didn't have any impact. Arg. A friend recently said to me in a conversation that everybody wants to have their ideas confirmed, whether they work or not. What they don't want is some smartass to explain how they screwed it up publicly or privately. Guilty. There are layers to all of this. There's the personal taste hat. There's the film critic hat. There's the industry analyst hat. And then there's the hard truth teller hat. I know that all of these different perspectives differ in the detail work. And so do some of the people overseeing the films. They get it but more so when the film clearly works in some way rather than it's going to sink to the bottom in a hurry. Then they get very anxious. For instance, I like The Revenant. I like DiCaprio. I like Tom Hardy. I love Inaritu. Chivo is undeniable. That's my personal taste hat and my critic's hat. I did not think it would work for the Academy membership. That's my industry analyst hat and my hard truth teller hat. And I was wrong, except it didn't win Best Picture. I like Spotlight, which did win Best Picture that year a lot. 
That's my personal taste hat, but I also knew that it was not an explosive movie experience. Critics hat. I knew that there was a good chunk of the Academy that would feel good about voting for the film, industry analyst hat, but I was also sure from early on that one of the film, one of the other films could wrestle the piss picture Oscar away if it could stick the landing. And that was the hard truth teller hat. That season, Bridge of Spies was clearly not good enough, though everybody respects Spielberg. Room was strong, but the focus was on Brie Larson. When Letty Abrahamson got a nomination for director, that was a happy shock. Mad Max Fury Road was just too mad to win, though George Miller is beloved in many camps. Brooklyn was lovely, but just not enough. Remarkable work getting it where it got, honestly. The Big Short landed late, had a hard time getting traction, then surged to some nominations, but it was just a reach as a winner by February. And The Martian, which was the traditional kind of winner movie in this group with all those winning pieces, box office, stars, everything else, and great writing, that went comedy at the Globes, emasculating it as a winning contender for Oscar, and it never recovered. And, of course, The Revenant, as I already mentioned. Anyway, the point of this is, I adore and respect so many of the players involved with that season and most seasons. I love so much of the work. But after the festival launches, the tone grinds into, do you think we're winning Best Picture or are you going to fuck off? There are a couple movies that I've seen recently and Q&A'd that I think are quite good. Critic Hat. The work within it I admire. Personal Taste Hat. That I think will be nominated. Industry Analyst Hat. But I just don't think are serious threats to win Best Picture. I find myself avoiding repeating that last hard truth because I like the work and the people and the movies. But those Q&As, the movie is brilliant. Why are you so brilliant? Is it hard to be so brilliant? It doesn't matter if it's journalists or actors or whomever asking the questions. That is the tone that is desired and that is the tone that dominates. And the well-media-trained talent sings their song, never having to do much more than act out their parts. What I love about film is the gray. I love filmmakers. I love actors. I love working through the subtext. I love chewing on how things are really processed. Most of all, with the artists who did the same to get the work done. But that's not what people, quote unquote, want. They want the HFPA back because they know how to work the HFPA already. They want the same old questions and same easy answers to be repeated a million times on social media. They want it all to be McDonald's because no one really cares that it's crap or too fatty or too salty because billions have been served. And that seems the clearest way to win the day. Take big chances and lose, and your reputation is damaged. Take no chances and lose, and it's just another award season. And when you get those same people outside the bubble, they want the same things I want. They're smart people. They know good from bad. Sometimes taste varies. But when they're working, it's just something in their way, keeping them from the safely plowed roads. So to all the people whose work I may be insulting this season, yet another season, I'm sorry you feel insulted. Yes, I am not always right. But I am much more often right than wrong insert 17-year-old Phantom of the Opera joke here. But I love this, all of this. I love your work. I love your clients' work. I soak up the passion and I admire it so. I don't love great work in a somewhat broken movie any less than I love great work in a great movie. A great movie is a magic trick. Very, very few directors hit 500, much less 750 or better. It is, to be sure, harder harder than hitting a curveball or becoming a celebrity, or getting a star in the Walk of Fame. Respect that. Respect how hard it is to make a great movie. I do, deeply, every single time. Until tomorrow.